Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rock podcast. I am back today with my friends, Trisha Goyer and Robin Jones-Gunn, and we are talking about preparing our girls for marriage, preparing them for relationships and praying for their future husbands and just preparing them emotionally um, and spiritually for those things, because this is this is one of the greatest privileges we have as homeschool parents is that we have so much time with our girls. And I cannot tell you, and I'm, I'm sure, um, Trisha, with you have having been in what you said, you're 23 years of homeschooling, right? Yeah. Somewhere around 20, there? 29 years 29, of homeschooling. Oh, oh man, I was off by six <laughs> whole years. 29 years of homeschooling. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. So in 29 years of homeschooling, I'm certain that you have had countless opportunities to speak life and speak truth into your girls um, and boys, but in your girls in particular, since that's what we're talking about this week, um, just the questions that they have and helping them to prepare for relationships and 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 the direction that they're going with their life. And um, so we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But before we do, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, CTC Math. If you guys are looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. Try them out for free, ctcmath.com. So it's really interesting that we are recording this episode today because just this morning, um, I had just, a, it was just kind of a, a checkup that my daughter had um, with her doctor. And it was it was a really kind of eye-opening um, conversation. It was just a simple checkup. It wasn't anything that was a real big deal. Um, but the doctor said to her, she said, when you decide to become sexually active, she said, I want you to make sure that you come and talk to me so that I can prepare you so that you don't come to me with STDs and pregnant, you know, unplanned pregnancies and stuff. And, and after she kind of gives her her little spiel and I'm sitting there and Brooklyn's just kind of rolling her eyes like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause obviously that's just not where she's at. You know, she, she has never even been in a relationship yet. And we're grateful for that. Um, we're not opposed to her being in a relationship right now. If God were to bring a godly man to her, even at the age of 17, um, we trust the Lord for that and we trust him for his perfect timing for that. But she has not yet been in a relationship. And this doctor just kind of very nonchalantly was like, you know, when you're ready to become sexually active, come and see me because I want to help you make good decisions. And at the end of it, she said to her, she said, I want you to be able to live the best life that you can live. And of course, I'm thinking, (laughs) well, her being outside of the will of God and living a sexually active life outside of marriage is not going to be fulfilling to her in any way whatsoever, not physically, not emotionally, not spiritually. And it's really sad that this this doctor was, um, Mm -hmm. she's been duped, you know, even as a physician, she's been duped into believing that, oh, if you're just prepared for these things, it can be fine. But there was no talk of the emotional part Mm -hmm. of it and how we can prepare our young girls to be emotionally ready for a committed relationship that is pleasing and honoring to the Lord. That like, that wasn't even part of the conversation. And I know this might be too much information, but this is the reality of life, right? I mean, this is mm-hmm. what we face as moms of teenage girls. People just want to say, hey, you know, when you're ready, just let us know and we'll help you through this. And there's no consideration for what it's going to do to them emotionally or spiritually. So as you have studied this topic and as you've prepared to write this book and written both of your books, actually, how can we as moms and dads who might be listening, how can we prepare our girls, our young women to be emotionally ready for a truly God-honoring committed relationship? 
I think it's so good to just even think about it because the conversations are happening out there. Our girls are hearing yep. things. Our girls are seeing things. We cannot hide anything right. from them. Um, you know, we just had a big conversation about what they saw at Target yesterday when we went uh. in. Well, it was just like there's so many conversations. There's so many things happening all the time, like these swimsuits that are made for men, that they're women's swimsuits. I mean, we're having these conversations, so they're going to happen. So I think the more we can think through things, prepare to have these conversations and not be like, I don't want to talk to my kids about this right. because someone is talking to your kids about this. Yeah. And what I discovered working with inner city young women is marriage isn't even thought of. And I think that's growing more mm. in our population. Um, like they're not even thinking someday I want to get married. They're like, I'm never going to get married, but I want to be with this guy and maybe I'll be with this guy. And I remember being in that group and talking, you know, we we're talking about marriage and communication and all these things. And they're like, giving me blank stares and I'm like how many of you want to get married none of them mm. none of them wanted to get married they all had kids already I said how many of you have seen a good marriage one young woman out of 30 raised her hand wow. and she had an aunt and uncle that had a good marriage and so they're not seeing good marriages so first of all we need to like let our kids know that we're, we see that this is a struggle this is a world that you're in and they don't even see that that marriage can be healthy and positive, which hopefully in our homeschooling homes, it's a different thing, but just sure. know that those conversations are going to be there. And then, you know, once we talk to them, so if you're planning to get married, like what type of guy would you be interested, in? which, you know, godly, faithful, you know, caring, and then who do you need to be to prepare for that guy? So these mm -hmm. are all things that we're talking, but then talking about, you know, as a teenager, your hormones are going to be up and down. The thoughts are going to be coming in. You're going to be hearing all these things. So we're going to be emotionally, emotionally unstable unless we center ourselves on the Word of God mm -hmm. and unless we really stick to the truth. There's the truth of God that's the same that it is today as it was you know, for right. thousands of years that we can turn to, that we can seek help from. Like There's a different things going on when I was in high school. There's different things in different generations, but the truth of God is always going to be there. So let's see what the Bible says. And even this last school year, we're reading through the Psalms with our, our kids, and we, we were in talking about David. And he was, some days, he had great days. I'm praising the Lord. I'm at his gates. I'm worshiping him. And some days he's like, I am but a worm and not a man. <laughs> and and just, just, die. just showing them like, you are going to have emotions. They are in all yeah. over the Psalms. We're going to have the ups and the downs, but every Psalm ended with, but I praise you. I trust you. Lord, mm -hmm. you are my strong tower. Lord, you are my refuge. And so that's where it needs to go. We can have all these voices, we could have our own up and down emotions. Like, don't deny that they're going to have up and down emotions because teenagers are going to have up and down emotions. But what is the thing that we can turn to? And that is God. And that is the true foundation. So everything should be backed by scripture. And so instead mm -hmm. of, you know, saying like, this is what I think, or this is what this person said, what does God's word say? And how, how can we know that we are making good choices? Because God's truth is going to be the one thing that's going to be stable in all this world and all the messages around us. Yeah. And you guys do such a great job in the book. I, I mentioned this in Monday's episode, but there's scripture mm -hmm. woven throughout every chapter of this book. And so as moms are thinking like, well, how, how do I do that? How do I show them Jesus through the emotions, through the ups and downs, through all the things, God's word. And, and you've done such a good job of finding scripture that is perfect for dealing with those emotions, dealing with those thoughts, dealing with preparing themselves spiritually and emotionally for relationships. And so, uh, I mean, it's, 
God's word does not return void. And yeah. it is so very powerful. And I love that you talk about Psalms because it's so true. I, it cracks me up to read through the Psalms and read about David and even Solomon. And I'm just like, man, you guys, you're you're so close, yet sometimes just so far away. <laughs> you, know? like, yeah. you almost got it. Oh, but wait. <laughs> yep. and, uh, but still, God used them and he is so mm-hmm. faithful um, to show his love. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Trisha and Robin. Um, Trisha, thank you for sharing with us, um, you know, that it, it is so important to prepare our girls emotionally for these relationships. Um, Robin, maybe you can talk on this a little bit. Well, I did mention in the first episode how Trisha and I just knew we wanted to write this book after we wrote the first one, Praying for Your Future Husband. We wanted to go, whoa, whoa, wait, let's go back before you even meet him. What's going mm-hmm. on in, in your life? And so she and I had been collecting and writing different pieces. Oh, this is good. Oh, we should add this. We should talk about this. This is Because we both have met with young women. We both have had so many letters from women who are struggling with these things. And so we were trying to put it all together. And um, I think it may have even been my daughter who first suggested it to break it into three sections. And so when we did, then we could see, oh, this mm-hmm. is so foundational for every young woman. First of all, your heart what is going on in your heart? Who's on the throne? Who's in charge? And have you held on to bitterness or hurt? Have you not forgiven? Like, let's do the spring cleaning in your heart because you're not going to be on track emotionally if your heart is just closed or corrupted. And so then we move from the heart to your head. Like, what are your thinking errors? What are you seeing in media that has really locked into your thought process that you think it should be like this? Or like Trisha had a perfect example. And so then how is it that we are to, as scripture tells us, bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ and casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God? So when we put that together, then we thought, okay, definitely the third part has to be hand. So we have heart, head, hand, because the most important thing is what are you doing right now? How has God uniquely gifted you? How is he calling you? It's not a life of waiting until he comes along to be my husband, and then I'll just support him, whatever he's his life is about. It's what is it that God has already been nudging you toward that you Mm -hmm. are to be developing because of the gifts that he's created in you. And when you are fully 
doing everything God created you to do, there's such fulfillment and such a process of being on the way. And I can tell you, and Trisha can tell you story after story of women of all ages that we have talked to after they've read our books, or even if they didn't read our books, but they tell us, I was doing what God had gifted and called me to do, and there he was. So we added a whole section in the book about not stopping and being in that place of um, just lethargy, I guess, just languishing in all of your abilities and gifts. And I love it because I saw this happen in our own family with our daughter when she met her husband. They met on their own and hadn't met face to face yet, but they'd you know, connected and talked and she called me and told me and told me his name. And I said, wait a minute, look him up. I want to look him up. Is his mom Margie and his dad, you know, and she looked him up on Facebook and, you know, I did too. And she's like, yes. I said, oh, you can marry him. She goes, I haven't even <laughs> met him. And I go, his mom was my college roommate at Biola University. Oh, wow. Like, <laughs> you, oh, my. This is like, we prayed. We prayed way back then. Yeah. <laughs> And God answers those prayers to the next generation and the next generation. And so when they met, it was so beautiful to hear how it was a meeting of the the minds and the, the heart and both of them already being on the path that God had them on. And they saw that they could do that in tandem and be stronger and better, two being better than one and having a good reward for their labor. So... It, it's real. And when Trisha and I put this together, we really wanted it to be like we were the auntie or the big sister talking to these young women and set up the book so that it was really easy for a mom to say to her daughter at whatever age, let's go through this book together because you and I can just read each section and then talk about it. That helps the mom have that jumping off pad to start these conversations that are so important. But Trisha and I share personal stories throughout. So the mom can just say, okay, what do you think about what Trisha said about this? Mm -hmm. And it leads to that conversation that's so essential for mom to be in initiating and be proactive in that. Yeah, that is so important. When I told you about my daughter's um, appointment, um, it was so interesting because mm -hmm. after her appointment, we were in the car, we were driving and talking about it. And I just she was like, I would never go to the doctor to talk about those things, you know, to talk about any of that. And I, we have always had a very open relationship and communication with each other about everything. I mean, I've told my girls since they were itty bitty, you can ask me any question, any question in the whole world. No question you ask me is going to surprise me. It's not going to be anything I've never heard about. Anything you want to ask me, and they do because they trust me. Mm -hmm. And I don't act weird and awkward and shy about it. I'm like, you know what? God made the human body. He made relationships. He made boys. He made girls. And this is just how it is. And if they can't come to us as their moms, they're going to go to someone. And, and it might be something. It could be social media or it could be someone else that they're going to go to. And you mm -hmm. have no idea what kind of answers they're going to get. But I love that that this book opens up those opportunities for us to be able to talk with our girls openly because they it, it, there's questions that they may not think to ask us. Mm -hmm. But we can just say, okay, well, let's talk, like you said, you know, let's talk about what Trisha talked about here and have that open dialogue with them all the time. And so, you know, we were even talking about marriage and she's like, I don't think I'll have any questions. I said, 
Oh, you will. I said, and it's it's good. And I want to be the one who's there to talk with you about mm-hmm. these things when you get married, because there were things that I didn't know. And my mom and I had a good open, uh, my mom told me the same thing growing up. You know, you can talk to me about anything. You can ask me any question. And I always appreciated that about mm-hmm. her. And so that's why I felt that way with my girls as well. Um, but someone's going to answer their questions. And so better for it to be us as their moms who love them and have their best interest in mind than someone who we don't trust and who is not going to give them answers from a biblical perspective. Um, and so, so it's tough, you know, Trish, I know you have quite a testimony and I'm sure that that has been huge in the lives of your Mm -hmm. girls of being able to share with them some of the mistakes that you've made, but how the Lord has redeemed those. Can you talk a little bit on that? And I, and I actually am kind of uh, rabbit trailing here because I want to get back to talking about the heart, head and hands. But since we're on the topic, um, Trisha, maybe you can talk a little bit about how that has influenced your relationship with your girls. Absolutely. And I think when, so, you know, I mentioned I had a teen pregnancy when I was 17 when I had my son. And then before that, when I was 15, I had an abortion, which is something I really regret, you know, wish I could change that, but God has brought so much healing. And I worked with teen moms for many years and helped start a crisis pregnancy center. So my girls, like they've always kind of known this, they've been at the meetings, they've kind of overheard stuff like, Mm -hmm. why was she talking about being at this guy's house? And the next week she's with this guy. I mean, they've kind of been around me so they've heard these conversations but it's been good because I talk about like I am telling you these things because I've been there and I've made the mistakes and I know how much it hurts but I know also how God was able to help me and and bring your dad and then the good solid relationship we have it's night and day difference and really I think so many times we feel like we have to hide our past from our kids or like they're going to think less of us but I found that when we could have those conversations and like oh I made this mistake and Mm -hmm. oh yeah I used to think this way but now God has shown me a different way it helps open the communication because then if they just think we're perfect and they think that we've never done anything wrong then they don't feel that they can approach us when something's going on like now you know we have they come home they're like oh my goodness guess what we saw at the store or we overheard this or my friend said this and um what another thing I've learned and this is something we incorporated in the book is to just turn around and ask questions yeah I think you know we can easily go off on the lectures So last night, I'm like, how did that make you feel to see those things when you're shopping? Mm -hmm. And they're like, it was so uncomfortable. And like, and, and, you know, why would they have pride baby outfits? Like babies don't even understand. I I mean, all the things. So we have to ask questions so that they can start processing it. I think sometimes we think we need to have all the answers as parents, but really when we can ask questions and then the kids can tell us like, this is what I saw and this is not comfortable. And this is, doesn't God's word say this? I'm like, yes, let's go look it up. So it just helps to have this open conversation when we share like, these are my struggles, but this is what has helped me. And what do you think about that? And then if they do have questions or thoughts, we can guide that. So it's just not a lecture, but this ongoing thought. And so the questions in the book are, are there maybe three things in your life that you need to turn over to God? Mm -hmm. Or have you been so focused on a guy or guys that you really haven't built a relationship with Jesus? What would it look like to really grow in that relationship? And so the questions in this book really can take them to the next level where it's not mom saying to do this or even Trisha and Robin saying to do this, but as they process it, they get to say, oh, I want to make this change for myself. And it's coming from them and just not these adults that are telling them what to do. 
Yeah, because <laughs> adults don't know anything, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if they read it in a book, maybe. Um, yeah. But yeah, and it's it's a scary world we live in. We Our girls are exposed, like you said, to things everywhere, and we can't keep them from it. Um, mm-hmm. we, we learned years ago that our girls had been exposed to some things um, at church from some of the girls at youth, and it, it was... These were Christian girls from Christian families. So we thought, and I mean, I just, I cringe when I think about it at the same time. I just realized, you know what? It's not going to destroy them because we were able to talk through it and they know truth. And sometimes, even if it's stuff that we haven't been through, what I have found with my girls, and I don't mean this in a gossipy way, but we have had friends or family members who have made choices that we don't agree with. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk through that, you know, how is this going to end for this person? It's not going to end well. Or how did this end for this person? It didn't end well, but this person made a really good choice. And how is their life going? It's going well. Okay. Let's learn just like we learned from history, right? Mm -hmm. Let's learn from other people's lives and how the Lord blesses obedience and how he Mm -hmm. brings consequences for pain. And, uh, and so we, we can learn so much from, from our lives, but also from the lives of other people. Um, and, and then, like you said, just always pulling them back into God's Word. So we're out of time. We're going to come back tomorrow. We're going to keep talking about this. Tell us where people can find out more about both of you. Do you both have different... I know, Trisha, you've got a website. I'm sh- I'm certain Robin probably does too. Share what uh, those are and where people can find out more about you. I'm robingun.com, R-O-B-I-N-G-U-N-N.com. And Trisha is Trisha Goyer, T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. We'll link those in the show notes as well as the book. Thank you guys for being with us. If you've not watched the movie, Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution, go watch it right now. Just stop the video, stop whatever you're doing. Go watch the movie. It's free. You can find it at schoolhouserockedmovie.com. Share it with your friends. Stick around till the end of the show for a preview of what's coming next on the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com slash rocked. I gave up every dream, every promise I'd made to the Lord, everything that I felt was what I was gifted and created to do because it didn't matter anymore. It was all about Him. And so that we had this engagement where I kept shifting my life. My mind was like, okay, that's what He wants to do. Okay, that's important to Him. I didn't see it coming, but He broke our engagement. He just said, I don't love you. I don't think I ever loved you. I can't marry you.